Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What's your favorite cult food item from days of yore? Holly's got one that she found at a local retailer. She'll tell us about it, or kind of run away. Here on the Colleen Bradley Show. Welcome back to the third hour of the program. And uh, I'm the Bradley. Colleen will be back next week. Holly, what did you find this weekend that reminded you of a cult food favorite? Oh, Bradley had a little cookout over the weekend. Oh, fun. Perfect summer activity. Yes, a little uh, corn, some brats. Yum. And a chicken breast. Okay, so healthy eating great. A delicious chicken breast, Bradley, which tasted like a beloved food item from the past. A beloved chicky booby? What? Yes. Uh, where did this chicken breast come from? This chicken breast came from Hy-Vee. And Bradley, I had a mesquite barbecue chicken breast from the Hy-Vee. Got it from their deli. Well, I didn't get it. Someone got it for me and they grilled it up for me. And this taste sensation was exactly like, or at least very close proximity to, Chicken by George. Oh, Ow! so the uh, Hy-Vee Mesquite chicken breast reminded you of the Chicken by George experience? It, it was the closest thing I have had to that taste sensation in decades. Oh, wow. And okay. it made me so excited. But not that many people know what Chicken by George was. Yeah, the lady named George. No, actually, what was her name? Phyllis George. Phyllis George. Yes, beauty queen, sports broadcaster, chicken we, entrepreneur. We could never really ultimately figure out, because we have talked about oddly on this show more than once, Chicken by George over the years. Yes. And we've never really been able to solve the mystery of Chicken by George. Like, what happened to the Chicken by George? It seems... Because Phyllis George was like, she was a famous person despite her famous chicken breasts. Uh, Yeah, well, she was Miss America. She was a CBS morning show anchor. She was married to super producer Robert Evans. She was a sportscaster, I think, among other things. And she also... Made chicken by George, which were these individually wrapped chicken breasts seasoned with things like tomato basil. I think there was a lemon garlic one. And I know people out there are like, big deal. She had a chicken breast. This was at a time when you didn't buy. Well, first of all, you didn't buy chicken breasts alone, like in a package. Right. Much less seasoned alone in a package like that was revolutionary yes that you could just go pick up a chicken breast or a pair of breasts that were already seasoned and then cook them that was that was revolutionary oh my gosh well that's 651-641-1071 that's why we're asking you the question is there a, a food item 
that has a cult following in your heart that you miss from the past. Now, Bradley, we're talking about what what the heck happened to Chicken by George because it was on shelves in the late 80s, early 90s, and then it was pulled. The last thing I know about it is this Associated Press story from 1988 where Hormel, our friends down in Austin, Minnesota, yeah. bought Chicken by George. And then just like ran it into the ground because they or buried it or like put it in a vault somewhere. Yeah. So if anybody knows anything about the Hormel vault, let us know. If you, yeah, would if like they're to holding know where on to is. the like secret chicken by George <laughs> recipe, <laughs> we would like to bring back the chicken by George experience. Although yeah. today, I mean, like you said, you know, you went to a grocery store and got like a prepared chicken breast I'm, there is no shortage of facsimiles of chicken by george i would imagine but it's still kind of a fun nostalgia bone to tickle a wishbone if you will yeah. <laughs> um but are there others so six five one six four one one zero seven one other sort of cult food items from the past that you were like oh my god i love this i think of all the like crappy ones um, like I apologize for, you know, bringing it down, but it just makes me think of all the like sort of um, fat free ice cream things that we used to eat. Like my mom was obsessed with healthy choice ice cream. There was like a caramel one and it just like I can still taste the like teeth, tooth numbing, like sugary sweetness of the whatever fake caramel fat free healthy choice ice cream but it's healthy on the cover yeah it's loaded with sugar but fat free yeah let's go to jeremy jeremy's got a, a favorite food item from days of yore jeremy what did you want to add to the list yeah. uh the stolfers frozen um in the bag the chip beef on toast oh i don't know this thing so literally you could oh. just buy chip beef on toast in a bag it came in, it, okay, it was here in the in the 80s, all through the 80s, because I grew up on and then it disappeared, and then it came back for a little bit, and I think it's disappeared again, but it was chip beef, you know, the chip beef and the cream in a bag, and it came two to a box, and you threw the bag in a pot of boiling water for like five minutes, oh. so it would unthaw, you know, cook it, yeah. and you just threw it over your toast or your bread or whatever you want, but... It's hard to find right now again, so I don't know if they've yanked it again or what they did. That's fascinating. If you, I will say, if you go online, Walmart like has a frozen creamed chip beef from Stouffer's, but uh, it doesn't. Yeah. It says it's not available. So that's where I that's where I had refound it earlier this year, and I was eating it as much as I could. And then it it depends which Walmart you go to. Sometimes you find it, sometimes you don't. Oh, it looks like it might be available at uh, no. I was looking at, you just have to go on Walmart and click yeah. your way through that. Thank you, Jeremy. Yeah. Good luck, Jeremy. That's like a blast from the past. We used to call that bleep on a shingle. <laughs> I didn't even know what Jeremy was talking about, to be honest. Shit beef on toast. No. That's like, that's some old school food. <laughs> Our friend Brittany sent us a text. Oh, what did she say? She said her a tasty cult item in the world of food was fruit jammers by Sunbelt. What the so heck is a fruit jammer? A fruit jammer is a fruit snack, Bradley. Now, were you in the zone in the 80s where fruit snacks were a thing? Yes, although I was a little old for fruit snacks. Mm-hmm. Like fruit snacks that, like to me, that screams like kids. When I was a kid, we had fruit roll-ups. Mm-hmm. That was sort of the equivalent. But I know exactly what she's talking about now. Yeah. I used to love the fun fruits or the fruit wrinkles. Fruit wrinkles? Who wants those? <laughs> I, 
I don't. Those were so good, though. Fruit wrinkles. You know, it was a good day when you went to the grocery store with mom or dad, and they let you go and get the fruit wrinkles box from Fruit Corners because they were the little things that were shaped like. Oh, I do know those. Yes. Yeah, they're like little nubbins, little fruit nubbins, little fruit nubbins. Probably mostly plastic. Probably. It does make me think of. Um, there's some other. We're talking about if you just joined us, by the way, sort of um, cult food items from the past. There was one that I, I was totally reminded of a couple years ago when we were having a similar conversation. There was a thing called uh, boppers, peanut butter boppers. Um, and I want to pull them up here and see peanut butter boppers. This was like in the age, like when granola bars all of a sudden got sexy. Like it was Nature Valley granola bars for 100 years. That's mm-hmm. all we had. And then suddenly there was just this like plethora of different healthy granola bar snacks the kudos granola bar kudos which it's like you guys that's a candy bar <laughs> same with peanut butter boppers mm-hmm. peanut butter boppers were like it was like a log of peanut butter that was covered in chocolate and then rolled in like puffy crispy rice oh i mean it's literally candy yeah but it, it, for us it was like you know i could get my mom to buy stuff like this because it was healthy oh yeah yeah you would always go to your friend's house who uh, they were a little bougie and they'd have the kudos in the cupboard and you were like i'm gonna have a snack time yeah exactly like it's not like little debbie's even though it has the same amount of sugar as a little debbie's yeah anyway um holly that was fun did you um did did you have a conversation about chicken by george with your barbecue like or was this just a solo experience where you're like oh my god well, I brought it to the dinner table and I said, oh, my gosh, mom, this tastes like chicken by George. Remember that? And she was like, oh, yes, I do. Well, some Bradley, we need to send that off to your podcast friend who does uh, episodes about podcasts, about mysteries from the past. Yeah. Coder ring. Oh, yeah, yeah. She needs to get on Willa the Paskin. She yes. needs to do uh, chicken by George. Whatever yeah. happened to Phyllis George and her chicken mm-hmm. and her breasts. OK, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show. From Chicken by George to, oh, yeah. Sorry, Dennis just emailed. Now people are emailing you guys. Jello Pops. I remember, do you remember Jello Pops? Yes. Like there were the fudgy, like pudding pops, but there were also Jello Pops. Yes. That were like frozen Jello. Mm-hmm. The most amazing thing ever. We won't talk about their former spokesman. No. When we come back, though, we will talk about Brittany. We got to get the Cobra Gang together because her book deal. Might be closer than you think. You guys, we got to get the Cobra Gang together. We got some Britney headlines to share with you during the third hour of the Colleen and Bradley show. It's 218. I'm Bradley. That's Holly. Let's get that Cobra Gang together, Halls. Whenever there's trouble, we'll double double with a Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with a Cobra Um, her book is done. What? <laughs> Headline, my book is done. But wait, there's not more. Okay, dot, dot, dot. Exclusive. Over at the TMZ I saw this weekend, a story that alleged that Britney's book, the, the memoir that Britney was uh, fronted $15 million to write, is actually done. But wait, there's a problem. What's the problem? So we were supposed to get this book, I think, in January, according to the plan. Uh, the pap- the book's like literally done. 
sources are talking to TMZ. They're saying, you know, she wrote it. It's done. But there's been a delay in releasing it because paper shortage. A paper shortage in the world of books? Yes! That seems a little convenient, but is it a legitimate concern? So Simon and... Oh, God. I'm sorry, I get emotional. Yeah. Simon and Schuster allege that this book is already uh, in, you know, the final stages. Like she has turned over the manuscript. They were aiming for a release date of January, but there is a paper shortage that has upended the plan. What's more, sources tell TMZ there's no clear date when the shortage will be resolved. So therefore, there's no firm release date for this book. Okay, let's let's peel back the onion a little bit uh, or peel. You know what I mean? Let's let's dig into this a little bit, because we have to do we would be arrested for malfeasance on this show if we did not try to pick apart what this story is actually saying. So the first thing we know, Holly, is that this story is coming from TMZ. Uh What do we know about TMZ and especially exclusives? that are reported by TMZ. Well, over at TMZ, exclusives usually mean that the call is coming from inside the house. But in the case of TMZ, not only could it mean the call is coming from inside the house, but especially with stories concerning Britney Spears, it means that it could be coming from houses adjacent to Britney Spears, perhaps, who have an agenda that they want to set in the media. Oh, okay. Well, tell me more about that. Meaning that Sam Asghari mm. conveniently gets photographed mm. outside of his fitness studio or mm. doing whatever out and about. Mm-hmm. You know, he has an agenda, mm-hmm. allegedly, supposedly. I mean, I think our opinion here, Sam Asghari, is... Keep an eye out on Britney Spears' husband, who conveniently likes to have um, sponsorship opportunities and other things on his uh, on his social media that coincide with things happening with Britney Spears. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Yes, yeah, so the tinfoil is fully in your head. It is. I think it would be, you know, like, so when I think about a story wherein TMZ says, hey, you guys, Britney's book is done. Her people tell us it's totally written. Everything's fine. There's just a supply shortage of paper. I I want to go like, well, okay, first of all, mm, do they know what a digital book is or an audio book? Right. Is it just the paper that's keeping this? It seems a little convenient that a book wouldn't be published because they literally ran out of but paper. But that said, like there are the weirdest supply chain disruptions and ha- there have been for the last couple of years. So to me, it's not, not totally uh, beyond the realm of possibility. I just think it's interesting that TMZ is the one that got this story. And it's not like Simon and Schuster saying, hey, we're going to delay this book because there's a paper shortage, but that's actually affecting a number of books, FYI. No, this story is reported specifically from TMZ coming exclusively to them, probably from a source connected to, if not Britney Spears herself or someone close to her, which makes you wonder, is it because the book hasn't been written yet? Uh Uh-huh. Well, that is a question, Bradley, that I'm glad you brought up because one of the first reactions I had to this story about Britney Spears' memoir being finished and is ready to publish is that the announcement of this book only happened about six months ago. Yeah. It was reported on February 21st, 2022. 
that Britney Spears is set to release a tell-all memoir as she signs a $15 million book deal. Which means that she was then able to write this book. So you said February. Yes. March, April, May, June, July. It's now August. So let's say roughly five months. Let's Mm -hmm. just make it an even five months. So she's had five. You're saying that Britney Spears would have to have written an autobiography or a memoir within five months, which seems a little like based on all of the traveling that she's been doing of late. It does make you wonder if she was able to actually write the book unless the book's like 90 pages long or something. You know what I mean? It's a pamphlet. It's a pamphlet. I did want to just say the only thing that makes me wonder if like or think that there could be some truth to this is that the excuse is that there's a paper supply shortage and that would seem like something you could prove relatively easily. Yeah. Right. But that said, if there is a paper shortage and you're having a hard time finishing the book, you can then use that as an excuse as to why your book in particular doesn't have a firm release date. Because, again, you'd think that Simon and Schuster would just very quickly come out and say, oh, yeah, the timing has been delayed because of this paper shortage. Yeah. And by all reports, Brandley, there was never a set release date for this Britney Spears memoir at in the, the first place. In the first place, when it was announced back in February. Yeah, so then like, why yeah. tell people that it's done, but it's not coming out? Right. Right? Right. Oh, I don't know. It's hard not to be conspiratorial in our thinking about this book, mostly because we just really want this book. Also, I just imagine there is incredible pressure on Brittany and the people around her to produce a book after being fronted $15 million for it. Mm-hmm. Because we were talking about this off the air, like... I just have all these questions about the process of Britney writing a book. Like, does she have a ghostwriter? I'm assuming she has a ghostwriter. How do you get a ghostwriter? Does Simon and Schuster assign her a ghostwriter? And then does that person just sit and interview Britney and then goes back and writes the book, right? Like, what's this actual process? Because the other thing I would say is like, if somebody, if Simon and Schuster would like to give me $15 million for a memoir, eh? or even a million, I would take a certain percentage, small percentage though it may be, hire a ghostwriter to then write the book, and then I keep all the money. And then Brittany never has to really do anything except sit with somebody for a few hours to do an interview. Yeah. Because do you really, I mean, I just don't know that she's sitting at a writing table for, you know, eight hours a day writing this book. There's a, there's probably a little help coming Britney Spears' way to write this book. I would imagine also the phone lines have been blowing up, so maybe we'll find out what that's all about in the break. When we come back, though, more... uh, (laughs) Dumb people doing dumb things all over the place, a lot of times in a state that I actually like to go to on occasion. Florida is where my mom lives. (sighs) Crazy stupid idiots here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, and we're going to get right to them. Let's do it, Holly. Come on. Let's go. Well, then. I guess one could say, Come on now. That's Come on a crazy, now. stupid oh, idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 Hey, before we get to my dummy. Yep. Uh, yeah, it turns out there is a paper shortage going on. Had some friendly folks. Calling oh, in, yeah. giving yeah. us an inside scoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. the deal. Thank you guys all for the the that necessary fact checking. 
I didn't. I wasn't necessarily even questioning the the paper shortage. I was just questioning the usage of the excuse yes. that the book ain't coming out anytime soon because of the paper shortage. Mm-hmm. I just found that to be interesting. But thank you nonetheless for keeping us honest here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Release the damn book. Yeah. Let's go to New Hampshire. Okay. Yes. Where we have to meet Alejandra Zapata-Rabeo. Let's do it. Who lives in Connecticut, but this happened in New Hampshire. Now, this is a pretty simple, crazy, stupid idiot. In as much, it, it, it was that Alejandro was pulled over by a New Hampshire state trooper, according to state police. He was on I-93 driving in an orange sports car. But it's what he was doing in this sports car, Bradley, that makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. And mostly it's just, I am astonished that nothing happened. Uh, oh. Except for getting pulled over. Was he, you know, was he doing this thing with the thing? Yeah. Driving a stick that? shift? <laughs> <laughs> well. In a fully automatic vehicle? Okay. Hey! Um... No, I, Bradley, I want you to guess how fast oh. Ollie Hunter was driving on I-93 oh, in New Hampshire. Okay, well, New Hampshire, the highway. The I would... speed limit is 70. Okay, speed limit is 70, so he was doing 95. I can't drive 95. Uh, no. Not 95. Uh, 112. Uh, what? Higher? Yep. Uh, do I hear 130? Yes, Bob. Oh. He was driving one. Oh, actually, I want to tell you that he was going 161 miles what? per hour. 160? How did one. he not die? How did that car not fall apart? Thank you. Exactly. Well, it was identified as a 2021 Chevrolet Corvette, so it was nice and new and sporty. Okay, it so was, that thing could move. Yeah, that thing could move, but he was driving 100. I don't understand. I don't. I'm trying to think hour. of what's the fastest I've ever been in a vehicle, and I, I, I can't. I don't know that I've ever broken a hundred. I mean, not in my vehicle, but I'm saying like I can't imagine ever having been in a vehicle that was going more than a hundred miles an hour. I think unless it was an airplane. <laughs> yeah, unless you were 30,000 feet uh, over the air. I think Bradley at one point when I was a youngster, I was in my friend's Pontiac Fiero and I think that we hit a little over 100 miles per hour. Do not recommend doing that. Do not no, do highly that. dangerous and illegal. And that little car, Bradley. Oh, I remember my Ford LTD in high school when I would be on the freeway and I would take her to like, you know, 80. That like the change was like vibrating in my change, uh, like I had a little change tray. Yeah, it was like. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Alejandro was arrested and uh, charged with two counts of reckless driving and one count of disobeying an officer by the New Hampshire State Police, and also faces a charge of reckless driving in Woodstock, New Hampshire. Wow, where he was clocked at driving 130 miles per hour. Uh, I'm so grateful that I don't have that gene. I mean, I have some really destructive genes in my in my body, but the 161 mile per hour gene is not one of them, thank God. No, and it's scary when people drive incredibly fast on the interstate because you might be bumping around, do, 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 and then that person comes by you and it goes... Can I just tell you, I've gotten so much slower since COVID. I don't know why. 
Do you know also one of the things I heard is that, you know, accident rates actually have gone up since COVID. Like even during the pandemic when not a lot of people are on the road, um, accidents and vehicular traffic deaths and injuries went up. And it's because we were so out of our routine. Mm-hmm. And also there wasn't as much traffic, which apparently slows us all down and keeps us relatively safe when we're stuck in traffic. Oh, sure. And because the roads were so wide open, that led people to behave you know, more recklessly on the roads. Yeah. As an individual who has been driving this entire time, mm-hmm. definitely a marked difference between traffic levels That's from two and a half years ago versus now. I totally slow down. Like I am, I am literally Mr. Magoo on the road now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, go by me. I don't care. Bye. Bye. We going someplace? Should we go to Florida? Yeah. Yas Queen! Yay! A Florida inmate did something that'll change your life forever. And uh, we're talking about Jasmine Levesque, who is 23 years young. And she was being transferred by a deputy to a pod inside the Pinellas County Jail when something happened. Uh, Jasmine, well, let's just say Jasmine attacked the deputy. Oh, no. And it's why Jasmine attacked the deputy that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. This is a county jail? Yeah, uh, county jail. Pinellas County. Pinellas County Jail. Um, Did the officer take away Jasmine's snack? No, it did not have to do with any snacks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Good guess, but no um, snacks. Did it have to do with taking away... Some kind of personal item. No, it's actually the most, well, mm, uninteresting of excuses, but still totally crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. Oh, my gosh. Did they just say the person's name and was like, hey, Jasmine, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And then there was an assault that happened. So here's what happened. Um, So she did some things. And uh, was arrested and Mm -hmm. went to jail and then she had to be transferred. And while she was being transferred, she literally just walloped the uh, deputy. And when they asked her, like, "Okay, why did you just do that? She said, quote, because she was bored and Uh, had nothing else to do and was already in a couple fights earlier in the day. So why not? I mean, why not? That is that is the ultimate CSI excuse for indulging in bad behavior. Yes, I'm now bored. you may wonder why she was in jail in the first place. Yeah, well, was she bored before? Well, she was in jail, or she was jailed rather earlier this month for allegedly throwing punches at a municipal bus driver uh-huh. and getting in a female cop's face and yelling, "I am threatening you right now! Do your bleeping jobs, you idiot!" Hmm. She was then charged with assaulting a law enforcement officer and assaulting a public transit employee. Uh, so giving an aggressive critique. Yes. Where one is not warranted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they also, at the time of her arrest, she was free on a felony grand theft case, which involves ste- stealing nearly $2,400 in merchandise from an Ulta Beauty in Tarpon Springs, which is a suburb of Tampa. Yep. And after police... Uh, <laughs> Found her, they also found 87 cosmetic items stashed in her purse. Okay, so it did have to do with some personal items. 87! That's a lot of lipstick and individual eyeshadows. When they asked her why she stole the thing, she said to, quote, beautify herself. Don't look good. Seems obvious. Don't look good when you're younger, people. 87? 
Yeah. How do you get that many things in a purse? Well, if you have a big purse. That's true. And a lot of lipstick. There you go. Uh, well, she's now staying in jail for a little longer than she originally thought, I think. Okay. Where are we going next? Okay, bye, honey. We're going international, Bradley. Ooh, fun trip time. We're going to Brazil. <gasps> I've always wanted to go. And we're going to meet a guy, and we don't know the name of the guy, because the guy's name has not been released by the hospital where he is currently being treated. Wait a minute. What? Yeah. So this guy landed himself in the hospital because, Bradley, of something that happened to him. He landed in the hospital because of something that happened to him. Is it something he did to himself? And it is something that he did to himself, Bradley. Do you want to guess what this individual did to himself that landed himself in the hospital? Uh, he slapped himself in the face. Uh, no. But it had something to do with his face, Bradley. Oh, he decided to give himself a tonsillectomy. Not quite. A frontal lobotomy. Uh, also not that. Bradley, this guy in Brazil decided to perform rhinoplasty on himself. Oh my God, he decided to give himself a nose job? He decided to give himself a nose job, Bradley, and... He decided to do this, being resourceful, by using YouTube tutorials oh and God, super oh glue. God, oh, God. Oh, God. Super glue? Super glue. Yeah. Also, who's giving YouTube tutorials on nose jobs? Apparently, there are DIY YouTube videos <gasps> of people performing nose surgery. And this guy, who we don't know was using a YouTube video as a guide to give himself a nose job and ended up in emergency care because of an infected wound. Now, the guy told doctors that he didn't use any gloves to perform the procedure and didn't clean the wound because he didn't want to open his stitches that he gave to himself. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't. I I want to Google rhinoplasty. No. No. Tutorial? No, that algorithm's going to fall. Like, I'm never getting rid of that one. And people uh, are going to be like, why are you? What? Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, the Brazilian Society of Plastic Surgery published a warning statement on its official website clarifying that rhinoplasty, quote, in addition to being an exclusively medical act, requires specialization and qualifications to perform. Uh, yeah, that's a no-brainer. Unless you have a no brain. Yeah, unless you lobotomize yourself. <laughs> Maybe he did that first. Uh, oh, just, my God. I oh, can't. Uh, don't do any surgery on yourself. No. Like, I don't care. Uh, like, oh, oh, nope, 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 no infection. Not, infection. You don't want to go septic. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. And don't do it. <sighs> All right. Well, thanks for that awkward finish to today's crazy stupid idiots holly i have a way for you to redeem yourself though how can we play the throwback live when we come back we sure can all right we'll do that right here on my talk 1071